This, this, this is, 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 Fight Disciples. We are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. We are celebrating history. A record was broken on Sunday in Liverpool. Uh, a world record was broken. The most consecutive boxing rounds, rounds of sparring ever, was done here in Liverpool on Sunday. Now, you've heard from Robbie Davis Jr., you've heard from Martin Murray, you know, the best of Liverpool, just two of an incredible lineup of fighters that got in there and done some sparring with Daniel Lewis. But listen, I've got the main man now, of course, the only way to finish the show. You, you didn't think I was going to keep going all night, did you, and not give you the man himself, the record-breaker himself. Daniel P. Lewis joins me in the studio for the last part of the show. And Dan, let me just say, mate, congratulations. 142 confirmed rounds of boxing. I've got to be honest, about round 40, I was thinking this is going to be a struggle. This- I think about round 10, I thought this was going to be a struggle. <laughs> Honestly, Denny Matthews only got in on the second round, and after after that one, I was like, "I can't do this." What have I done? <laughs> to be fair, Denny did give it to you some. I got it. I was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" <laughs> Looked like he was making a comeback, going to the body <laughs> light, and there's no tomorrow. But what an experience, though. Yeah. You know, I touched on it earlier. I've just got obviously I've, we've already had two of the lads on the show, but the amount of fighters that turned up, not mm. just from Liverpool, but you know across the northwest that came on the day. You know, 20, 30 fighters. You share the ring with most of them. I know. Looking back now, do you remember any of those rounds um, specifically? Do you remember sharing the ring with, with any of them specifically? Yeah, I mean, it was it was lucky because a lot of the, the fighters came earlier on. Yeah, so I was, you're fresh. I, I was kind of alert then. <laughs> you know what day um, it was. And, uh, and, you know, an amazing experience and something I'll, I'll cherish now for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? I can... They what they've achieved in their career and, and what they're gonna sort of continue to achieve, you know I can say I've shared the ring with them, and I obviously, you know I was thinking if they wanted to put me away right now they could just do it so easy, <laughs> but you know it's a great experience, um, and you could tell like the difference in in the levels, yeah, and massively like naturally heavy hands and they were trying their best to pull pull punches, you know literally pit you know. T- it's a patter. Of course. Tickle sparring. And I was like, if they actually put 100% into that, good night, God bless, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Literally everyone who turned up, because there, there was quite a few fighters that turned up in the jeans, with the families, with the kids, mm. just, just wanted to come down and support you and be part of the day. But even all them, every single one to a man, to a woman, in fact, with Tasha Jonas as well, as soon as they got there, they looked around, they seen the setup, mate. Can can you get me in there? Can I do a round? Yeah, yeah. Literally every single one of them. You know, yeah. so you had Paul Sass, you had Robbie Davis Jr. It wasn't just boxing, it was UFC as well. There was MMA guys there. Mm. Unreal. And you know, and then you've got the likes of Sam Maxwell, um, Martin Murray, yeah. Masha Dodd. You couldn't get them out. They were, yeah, were yeah, yeah. four or five rounds each. They were loving it. I know. Masha, Masha loved it. He was yeah. really playing up to it. And he's like, what do I want you to do? I want you to throw this right hand and I'll, I'll roll on the floor and we'll, we'll give him a bit of a laugh. I was like, <laughs> trying to be serious here. <laughs> but, um, but no, honestly, they, they really helped me get through it as well. They lifted me spirits. Everyone yeah. did. Um, you know, you give me a good round as well. I was just saying to you before, I think you were trying to slow me down. Yeah, trying to slow your legs down. Bull- Even though I slow my own legs down. <laughs> Bully mean put me in the corner. That's it. But... Um, but no, it was good. 
it was it was very hard. I'm certainly not doing it again. Yeah. And if someone wants to 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 be that fair play to him, yeah, good on them. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll sit in ringside and wish them all the best, but I won't be doing it. The, um, in hindsight, is there anything you would have changed? Yeah. <laughs> not do it. <laughs> no. Um, I definitely needed a lot more, um, a lot more training. But if I'm honest, again, you know, I shouldn't have done it because of because of my back. Yeah. Obviously, you know, like we've said earlier on on the um, on the other interviews, you know, I I went in there after being five years out. You know, I was, I was in a wheelchair. I was using crutches. Yeah. My back was completely destroyed, and I've just gone from gaining a load of weight. Not training to twelve weeks ago, um, deciding I'm going to jump in the ring and do 150 rounds, losing just over f- three stone, um, and getting back in the ring and I didn't even ask me back if it, if it was all right to do. Of course, and because I guarantee if I could have answered back, it said nope, no not chance. taking me in there. Yeah, yeah. And literally after about round twenty, I was like, my back's destroyed here, and that's what's slowing. Because surprisingly, my arms were fine. Yeah, my hands, I, w- I could have done. They were just flying and flying and flying, but it was just me back, me back, me sides, and obviously you know what it, what had happened afterwards. Of course, it's for anyone who might have missed the show. Um, obviously your background, you've you always boxed, you boxed amateur, you always had a fascination with boxing. You got to a point in life where you were training to turn pro as a boxer. Then you had a uh, serious accident, yeah. injured your back, and it was that which led you on the course to be to becoming an actor, which yeah. is you know where you. The career you're pursuing now, um, but the in hindsight, another twelve months maybe of training or Definitely. just trying to push that back to make Definitely. sure seeing seeing more professionals, um, physios and things like that working with me back just to get it into a, into a better position, working you know a longer period with nutritionists because I got every I got a small team around me very last minute. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And it was literally like. A week or two before, where I got these people that I could have done with a lot yeah. earlier. Um, well, I was speaking to Danny, your nutritionist and mm. stuff, and I said, "Is this, has this been a six month, you mm. know, progress towards this? Have you built up? Have you has every macro been measured and stuff?" And he was like, "Nope, yeah, <laughs> we're just here to get through today, basically." Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's a lot of things that that should have been changed and you know should have been put in place, and as well, it'd have been a lot safer because you know. It, it could have ended really, really, you know, well, it could have ended fatal. Yeah. You know. So tell us about what, because obviously just before we come on in and you were, you were putting a bit of context around what happened. So you got you got through round 142, which anyone that might have seen it, it was streamed on IFL. It was all over Facebook. Great support, by the way, by MTK. Yeah, 100%. Unbelievable that they came in. Um, that just shows how, how big it was, not just for the city, but for yourself. But you got through round 142. The previous record was round 141. You've now broke the record in 142. In which round, by the way, you threw about 60 punch combination, <laughs> which got the crowd going mental. But then the following round, round 143, it was like your body just I went that's I was six seconds away from completing 143. Um, to be honest, I think subconsciously, I knew that I broke the record. Yeah. My body had... had Basically, was telling me, "Look, you, you, I've, I've done the record for you. You know, you're not putting me through anymore." Of course. And it did just shut down. Um, I, I, I literally just collapsed in the ring. Don't really, I don't remember the last few rounds. To be honest, everything was a bit of a. Blur. You don't even remember one forty-two. No, I don't remember it. Wow. Um, I watched the video back uh, late last night, and I've, I'm hugging and cheering, and 
having pictures. Don't remember that at all. Wow. And then obviously I, I I collapsed when I tried to do that one extra round, which I just shouldn't have. But in a, in a weird way, I think it's a blessing really because if I wouldn't have done that, I mightn't have dropped to the canvas like I did, which then obviously I needed to get an ambulance. Yeah. Um. You know the the scary thought is is they told my fiance if if I'd have gone home, the chances are I wouldn't have woke up. I'd have slipped into a an, into a coma because my blood sugars had just dropped completely. Me, me bladder was like very close to erupting wow. because I'd, I'd not been in the toilet all day. Of I was ta- I was just taking in liters and liters of fluids. Obviously, I was sweating it out, but um, not all of it. Yeah, I hadn't been in the toilet, which was obviously causing damage with the uh, the kidneys. Yeah, and um, wow, and and then I, I they took done obviously they checked me over, gave me full MOT scans and stuff like that. They put you on a drip, did they? As soon yeah, as you got there. Yeah, I was on that all night. Um, I woke up early hours and was like, what's happened? Where am I? Didn't know. Did you remember then that you broke the record, though? Did you wake up thinking, okay, I'm in hospital. This is not good. But actually, I remember breaking the record. So Yeah, yeah. But it's it's crazy because it's like, it just seems, people are telling me that there's been so much that's happened in between. Like, and a few conversations and like, and the ambulance and the ambulance crew just being into different rooms, A&E, then getting onto a ward. I was like, what's, where, where have I been? Wow. Um, and then, like I say, I've just woke up with the worst back, ribs, all cuts in my mouth, my nose, my head. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> hey, did Tyson, did Mike Tyson get in there with me? With a baseball bat? <laughs> but it's crazy because I know, obviously, from the outside, you know, even if you were just passing, you, you'd be looking and thinking, Oh, that's sparring, though. That you can't class that as sparring. It's just you know touch bar. It's just touch bar and peekaboo, and you know that's that's not hard. But trust me, after a couple of hours, those little taps they feel like they're getting heavier and heavier, and that's just because your your body's just shutting down. Yeah, yeah. So of course. you know, by the time you get into like you know five, six, seven, eight hours, ten hours, I just I was saying to them, I was like, "You're really putting those blows in," and they were holding back even more. Wow. But, um, but it felt like they were yeah, yeah. going full blow now. Mm. Isn't that so, weird? So at the end of the day, it, it was it was just about me moving my legs around for that long. And I was still dancing. Yeah. Still dancing 10 hours in, struggling. Still moving my arms. Um, they but it was more in your mind. Because that was my big fear. So when we did a couple of rounds, and I was saying it to a lot of the pros when they were getting in, I was like, just try and get them to slow his legs down. Because that was my big fear. Yeah. Wasn't your arms or your shoulders blowing out? Because you've boxed since you were a kid. Mm. So you, you're used to throwing your arms. Mm. It's, if, if a marathon want to start boxing, I guarantee within three or four rounds, his shoulders and arms burn out. Yeah. It's like when MMA fights. It's like when Conor McGregor trained to fight Mayweather. Mm. His arms and shoulders were always going to burn out because yeah, yeah. his hands aren't usually that high. So it was inevitable. But with you, you're used to that. Mm. But the problem was, because you were trying to, basically spar a marathon or two marathons. Yeah. It's your legs. I thought your legs were going to go, but you say your legs still felt pretty fresh. Yeah, it was. Um, me, me legs, my arms, completely fine. It was just everything from the mid area and the, and the back. Yeah. You know, everything inside was just like... You, Stop. You, you're taking me through hell here. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of things... I There's no way I should have done that. And looking back, I, I don't know how I did it. No. Because I wasn't fit enough no. at all. The, the medic whispered to um, my trainer and said he's not the fittest of guys, is he? I don't know why he's even took this challenge on. Um, and like I say, after literally a few rounds, I was thinking, I can't do this. Well, that morning, I was so nervous. 
I don't I don't tend to get nervous. I was shaking. I was shaking with nerves because I thought I've bit off more than I can chew here. And I didn't feel up for it. And it was just sheer determination that got me through. Yeah. Um, I thought as I say, you know, it's it's been no it's been no secret what what's gone on with me in the past. I've been quite open with that. Um and I'm not ashamed of it. Um I just I just kept saying to myself, if I can go through what I've been through the past few years, it's a lot, lot worse than what I've done on Sunday. Yeah. So that should have been a walk in the park. I just kept saying that to myself and I felt like I had um I felt I had a, a lot of people that were looking up to me that day that wanted me to do it. And I thought, you know, I had something to prove that, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Anything can be possible. We just got to fight and that, that's what I've done. Um, and obviously there was a few people close to me heart that, that um, that's not with us anymore that come to mind and, you know, I used that as motivation. And as well, um, I say a, a lot of the fighters that turned up, these fighters that I admire and yeah. respect so much, and they're coming in to help me, that, that uplifted me. You know, those fighters, they come a lot earlier, so a lot of the later rounds, I was really, you know, sort of... Struggling. Struggling. And then my fiance uh, whispered to me here, because she knows how much of a fan I am of his, and um, she just said that until here. It was like he just gave me a, a shot of energy. Wow. I bounced up. I was looking for him. I couldn't see him. And uh, I was going through the round and stuff like that. I was, I was trying, and I spotted him. And then instead of, like shuffling back to my corner like I was every round going oh I can't wait for this drink stood right in the middle of the ring shouted Darren and I'd done his little stance and that so he, he gave me a little smile <laughs> his little tie pose with his yeah, hands yeah. up but um so yeah it was little things like that that got me through but also um I took I took a lot of inspiration from Tyson Fury um and sort of his his journey the last couple of years and what yeah. he's been through Sim- very similar story so to your own I, I just I took all that on board and and uh but I definitely couldn't have done it with with without any of the people that were there, you know, yourself, um, everyone that was just trying to trying to make that as as, as amazing as possible. And um and certainly to me, my trainer and my uncle, Tucker. Unreal. So how old he is? Tucker, no idea, but he is an absolute legend. He's seventy years old. Unbelievable. He's a machine, isn't he? Unbelievable. Because the he, he dragged let's be honest, he dragged you over the line. You know, mm. he got you over the line. The amount of rounds he did at the end. And mm. Alex as well. Yeah. In fact, all the lads from the gym, they you know were what? absolutely Ma- incredible. Mazda gym. I've, um, and there was, a, there was a handful there that I, I'd never met because I've only, I've only been going to Mazda gym now for for about four weeks and um, got to know Alex really well and Jamie Caldwell. Um, it's only pretty much those two that I've built a relationship with. So they got a few more down that day. Do you know what? I've, I've made um, friends for life there. Honestly, and they've just got my absolute ultimate respect, and um, yeah, they they helped me out massively. Amazing. Honestly, Alex has just done a, done an amazing job, and the, the the his motivation and stuff like that. And he's going, "Come on, Dan, you're a warrior, you're an animal." And I remember saying, "What animal? A kitten?" <laughs> he's going, "You're an animal." <laughs> Brilliant. Listen. Absolutely nothing but respect. Thank you. The turnout was purely down to the fact that what you did was just unbelievable. Um, if the if the record lasts for the next hundred years or it lasts the next hundred days, doesn't matter, mate. What you did on Sunday was absolutely commendable. Take that to the grave. The amount of grade A fighters that got in that mm. ring and came to support you yeah, yeah. and came to support what was going on. Definitely don't overlook that because it's something no, very special. You know, no, they took is. time out on a Sunday yeah. to come down and only come down, but be a part of it as well. Oh. And I say they all had itchy knuckles. They all wanted to get in. Yeah. They all wanted to be a part of your story. So well, obviously, the, 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 the missus is going mad now because 
I've, <laughs> I've said, right, well, this wall, I'm getting everything on canvas. <laughs> I'm framing the shorts, and Mark Murray's going there, Sam Maxwell's going there, Tassa Jonas is going there. <laughs> and that's the living room wall as well. Yeah, yeah, so I am. I'm going to cherish that for Brilliant. the rest. Absolutely. Well, listen, one last congratulations, my mate. Oh, and if there's a, obviously it was all done for charity. If there's anywhere, is there anywhere people can still go and, yeah, and donate? Yeah, we're still going to keep that live. Um, so you can, obviously, it's all over my social media. It's still on MTK. They're still pushing that because they've been amazing. And yeah. they're, they're still continuing to show that support. Um, and if you go to uh, Foot in the Door Films website, um, all the links are there. You can still support, still donate and still get involved. Brilliant. So. Next year, 144? Um, I was thinking 200. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. I don't want to see a boxing ring for another two months. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.